Hello everyone, another day of Mediascope Briefs free on me. I hope you're doing great. My name is Tachi. I talk all about media tech and pop culture news. Now, before this segment, I played the Rainbow Connection sung by Kermit the Frog from the Muppet movie. How many of you remember that? That was one of my favorites. In any case, I played it for good reason. The actor who plays Kermit has been fired for, quote, unacceptable conduct, according to Muppet Studios and TV Line. So let's talk about some background news first. Last week, the news broke that um, Steve Whitmire may no longer be voicing Kermit the Frog and he's not remaining silent about it. He brought the felt skin favorite to life for the past 27 years, and he's being replaced by another actor named Matt Vogel. Whitmire says that he's been with the Muppet Studio for 39 years, and in an interview published by The Hollywood Reporter on Monday, Whitmire said that he was given two reasons for his termination. In addition to being too outspoken about the direction of his character in recent years, especially when it came to the short-lived Muppet series from 2015 to 2016 on ABC, he was also engaged in a union-related dispute. So Whitmire defended the first reason, telling The Hollywood Reporter, quote, we have been doing these characters for a long, long time, and we know them better than anybody. I thought I was aiding to keep it on track, and I think a big reason why the show was canceled was because that didn't happen. Now, the Muppet Studio is responding with a statement, quote, the role of Kermit the Frog is an iconic one that is beloved by fans, and we take our responsibility to protect the integrity of that character very seriously. We raise concerns about Steve's repeated unacceptable business conduct over a period of many years, and he consistently failed to address the feedback. The decision to part ways was a difficult one, which was made in consultation with the Henson family and has their full support. Vogel will begin voicing Kermit with the release of a video scheduled to run online this week. Ah, it's the end of an era. It's going to be intriguing to see what happens when fans really fully get wind of this. Or will they? Remember, when you see these characters, the Muppets, you don't often know the voices behind them, with the exception of somebody like Elmo, who, you know, had a lot of fame, so you get to know the voice behind them. I don't know how many people actually know the voice of Kermit the Frog, directly or indirectly. So there may not be much blowback from this by fans. Not like when they stupidly tried to get rid of three people on Sesame Street, Bob and Luis and uh, Gordon. That was stupid as hell. There was blowback from that because the fans actually know the faces behind these characters. With Kermit the Frog, they may, they may not. So there may not be as much blowback because of that. But it's still kind of sad. You get used to a certain voice and alas, it's gone. Okay, well... Rest in peace, the first, or actually I think he's the second iteration of Kermit the Frog voice. So second iteration of Kermit the Frog voice, rest well. Okay, I hope you all are doing well, and you know I'm going to be back very soon with another Mediascope Brief. Cheers. You knew it wouldn't be too long before I was back with another Mediascope Brief, and this time we're talking Tyler Perry. He signed a major new deal with Viacom and will develop shows for BET and other networks. 
Oprah and Tyler are two of the biggest names on the entertainment landscape these days, and they made major headlines in 2013 when they joined forces in a history-making deal for Winfrey's then-struggling own network. Remember, at the beginning, it was a little bit of a struggle for Oprah. Perry, the power behind several successful films and television shows, signed up to lead own into the scripted series arena with exclusive content that he would develop, produce, and direct. This deal was a market, marked a turning point for OWN, which had suffered through a series of executive upheavals, programming missteps, and weak ratings. After a run that produced popular shows for OWN, including The Have and the Have Nots and Love Thy Neighbor, Perry is embarking on a new venture while still maintaining ties with OWN. He's entered into a comprehensive multi-year content partnership with Viacom, the parent company of BET, Comedy Central, and several other networks, including VH1 and MTV. Under this agreement, Tyler Perry is going to produce approximately 90 episodes of original drama and comedy series for BET and other Viacom networks, and Viacom is going to have exclusive licensing rights on this programming. Also, Viacom is going to have exclusive distribution rights to Perry's short-form video content, and Paramount Pictures will have exclusive first-look rights on any new feature film concepts created by Perry, whose first films include the popular Medea franchise, in which he plays Medea, obviously. So this film agreement is effective immediately. And the partnership on Perry's TV and short form video content go into effect May 2019, following the expiration of his agreement with Oprah Winfrey's network. Viacom, this Viacom agreement is going to extend into 2024. So how did this happen? Well, the deal comes about a year after Perry acquired a 330-acre historic U.S. Army base in Atlanta, which is the headquarters for his Tyler Perry Studios and site for his films and television series. Interesting. In another statement, Deborah Lee, who's the chairman and chief executive officer of BET Network, said, I'm delighted that we're deepening our long-standing relationship with Tyler. BET co-funded Tyler's first feature film, and we've aired his movies and many of his series with great success on our networks. And we've honored his tremendous talent with our signature awards. Perry said that... Viacom basically has a rich tradition of reaching his audience through their TV, film, and digital platforms, and he's excited to partner with them. But don't think that there's a rift, that Perry and Winfrey are parting ways. No, no, no. In a statement from OWN, they said, OWN has an exclusive overall television production deal with Tyler Perry that runs through May of 2019 with, uh, with series airing on the network through 2020. At the end of the exclusive relationship, OWN and Tyler Perry have the option to work together on, other, on another non-exclusive basis. So there you have it, Tyler Perry moving up and up. And here's the thing, don't think it's just a, oh, we want to be nice. No, Tyler Perry has some magic and Viacom sees that magic. They themselves are struggling a little bit with some of their networks and some of their programming. Have you noticed a lot of their programming is reality trash? Just saying. So they're looking to Tyler to bring a level of scripted magic, the same like he did for the Oprah Winfrey Network. So... We'll see what happens with that, but the news is that Tyler Perry has a deal with Viacom. Okay, cheers. Hey. 
I'm going to go ahead and take a caller. You say what right now, which is the segment where I take listener call-ins and I love listener call-ins. So feel free to call in. And you know what? If you're not on anchor, you can also get to me at Tatiana on Twitter and on other social platforms. Anyway, let's get to it. Reckless Radio has something that he wants to say. Let's take a listen. Tachi, what's going on? We haven't talked in a while. I think we've talked once or twice in V1. Any, either way, um, I heard you leave a message or a call into Candice um, Station. I forget what it's called now and nowadays. Yeah, I mean, people who catch you know shows and stuff like that, they, they play like a game of Pokemon or something. Try to catch them all. <laughs> not my thing. Yeah. HBO, definitely not going to be something I'm going to be purchasing anytime soon. I, I don't feel the need to have it i don't think it's worth having but either way either way i mean people do what they want and well so yep it's a life full of entertainment that's not one of them for me (laughs) and i'm pretty sure we're not missing much of anything Reckless, so good to hear your voice. I love hearing from Anchor 1.0 people, the original OGs of Anchor. So good to hear your voice again. Yeah, we've spoken a couple of times, and yeah, I agree. Mm, Game of Thrones, meh, not so much. Now, I could feel completely different once I actually see an episode, and I may get hooked. Because mind you, I felt the same way about Orange is the New Black. Where I was like, I don't want to see a bunch of women in prison. I don't care. And then I got hooked. So it could be completely different once we actually see episodes of this show. Something has to be good about it. So... I don't know. Maybe I will try and see it, but I still maintain. I absolutely refuse to plunk down my coins for HBO. If they want to gift it to me, I will happily accept the gift. And it is a little hurtful because I do like the HBO show Insecure. I happen to have seen it uh, one time and I need to see it again. New season is starting up soon, but... I digress. It is what it is. (laughs) Back to Game of Thrones. So yeah, I don't know. I don't feel compelled to watch it necessarily. And if that makes me a pariah, well then just call me Mariah the Pariah. But in any case, I hope that you are doing well. And I'm right there with you on the GOT tip, not paying for HBO. Cheers, guys. Welcome back, everyone, to another Mediascope Brief. I want to talk about Snapchat and how hungry they are. Hungry that is to attract more advertisers to the platform. And this latest update will enable them to do just that. They've launched a self-service publishing tool and it lets users create custom ads based off of simple templates. Potential advertisers who use Snapchat's new publisher can upload their own images and logos and they can be pasted into the available templates in order to create basic yet very effective ads. Those ads can then be loaded into the app's ad manager tool which launched last month as a way to attract small businesses. Snapchat has known since its very early days as a child that a sizable investment in advertising is a good way to improve revenue streams and stay afloat, which they'll need to think about. Right now, the app needs all the help it can get. Remember, it it filed for its IPO in February of 2017. It's seen its stock tank to the point now that trading is below the initial public price. As Variety notes, Appealing to advertisers is not necessarily going to make Snapchat uh, 
make up the growing user deficit it faces compared to top competitor Instagram stories, even though Instagram copied. I digress. If an abundance of ads can bring in additional revenue, though, Snapchat might be able to ramp up its efforts to bring in more users. And this would right the ship that currently looks to have a big hole in it. We might be able to get a better idea of the company's exact strategy during the upcoming second quarter earnings report, which is due out on August 10th. All right, Snapchat, make it happen. Cheers.